All right, want to run through a few things. First of all, uh, this is amazing. Uh, TTC closing five commuter parking lots. The parking lot at Warden Station today has met its demise. We're going to talk a little bit later on in this hour to Stuart Green, who's the senior communication specialist at the TTC. Basically, I want to know, how do people use a service that they can't get to? Why are you closing all these lots? So I just we'll, want to jump in. Was it Warden yes. or Wilson? It's Wilson. Wilson Station, okay. Wilson, Warden. Ah, they both start with Whatever is what I say. It's a Friday. <laughs> uh, if you're looking to buy in Toronto, uh, according to Treb, prices in the GTA up, TA up 23% this year. The average price of a home in Toronto went up by 144000 bucks in one year. Congratulations if you made that investment, although you still don't know how you're going to pay for it. It looks like you invested wisely there. Uh, Toronto City Hall, the executive committee, voted in favor of road tolls and a hotel tax. I have to tell you, when I travel around and I hear about that extra hotel tax, especially in Europe, there's something in me that goes, ugh, if it wasn't for being in Europe, ugh, what a cash grab. And I, um, it's too bad because I know that people coming to Toronto are going to feel the same way. And that is not great. Uh, speaking of travel, if you're planning a winter getaway, this is great. Ontario pharmacists now allowed to administer travel vaccines. So you can get your, your shots for Hep A and Hep, hep and B. And that would be, I think it's the Twin Ricks vaccine. Twin Twin Ricks. Yeah, Twin Ricks. And uh, I think that's what it's called. But uh, you have to go back for a booster, I think, with that. And I, because I got it when I went to Africa, and I don't think I got the booster. So I don't know what that means. You can get shots for rabies, HPV, and shingles available at the uh, pharmacy for anyone over the age of five starting December 15th. That is great news. And the uh, health minister is saying that getting these vaccines at a doctor's office or clinic, uh, you know, uh, may be inconvenient for some. So the pharmacies are open evenings and weekends. This is great news. You ever have a hard time getting an appointment for your doctor when you're sick and actually have a problem when someone else just needs a shot? There you go. So they're going to making things move quickly for everybody else. Sad news today, especially if you're a fan of comedy and uh, British comedy in particular. Andrew Sachs, the British actor best known for his role on Faulty Towers. He played the Spanish waiter Manuel, let me remind you. When I suggested to Connie that we had a, 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 the Manuel character, the only idea that I had in my mind was that at that particular time, none of the waiters none of them spoke English at all well, and that was, of course, because they were cheap to employ, so it was the employer's fault. Hello, Faulty Towers, how are you? It's a nice day. So I just thought that to have a cheap employer did not speak good English and have a lot of misunderstandings. There is too much butter on those trays. No, 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 senor, what? not, not on those tries. No, sir. Uno, dos, tres. <laughs> no, dos, no, no. Very, very funny stuff. Um, sadly, Andrew Sachs passed away November 23rd. He died at the age of 86, and his wife said that he had been suffering from um, dementia for quite a while, which is just, you know what? I always think that is such a, first of all, it's a cruel, cruel thing to happen, but it's even crueler to somebody who, you know, made their living by, you know, remembering lines and, you know, being really quick with the timing. Uh, He also played um, a couple of characters, I believe, on the Coronation Street, and he had a role on EastEnders. And if I watched either one, I could tell you who he played, but I don't. Because I find British sitcoms very, uh, or those uh, soap operas very boring. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because who wants to watch people that look like me? That's what I think. Why would I want to sit down and watch it's someone all. have a boring existence? I already live it. I'd rather this is more exciting, yes, right? British comedy is much better than the British soap opera. Absolutely. All right. Um, what else is going on? Oh, yeah, right. 
Uh, this involves our uh, Prime Minister, Ted Cruz, blasted Trudeau for praising Fidel Castro. Yesterday he did this. On the Senate floor, he uh, denounced world leaders who were whitewashing Castro's uh, decades of abuses, and he did not mince words about our very own Prime Minister. Mr. Trudeau praised Castro as a, quote, larger-than-life leader who served his people for almost half a century and a, quote, legendary revolutionary orator who, quote, made significant improvements in the education and health care on his island nation. Tell that to the people in the prisons. Tell that to the people who have been tortured and murdered by Fidel Castro. Yeah, well, uh, that's how a lot of us felt. A lot of us felt that way and were shocked uh, that Justin actually tweeted out that uh, very positive eulogy on Twitter. And I can't walk that back. Back, He's not at the funeral, though. I understand that the casket um, was is going around with Fidel Castro's uh, ashes in it. It's making the rounds across country and people are falling at its feet. Uh, this is interesting. Minnesota-based Justin uh, crafters have created a Justin Trudeau-scented candle. It is for the person who is a uh, ultimate liberal on your Christmas list. For less than $30, the makers promise that candles will fill any room with the scent of the Canadian heartthrob. So, Chris, I have to ask you, what do you think arrogance, pomposity, and false humility smells like? (laughs) A tire fire. (laughs) No, it smells like the rich scent of chai tea and maple syrup. Yeah, I know. It's slightly nauseating. Anyways, their candles, they say, are perfect. Uh... For the holidays, and they're great for anyone who's attracted to men or Canadians or both. Uh, if you live in Canada, they say there's a good chance you already have the opportunity to smell Justin Trudeau, since he's always showing up at concerts and uh, popping out of caves with no shirts on. You said he was in the distillery yeah, yesterday, Yeah, I right? saw some uh, social media that he was out uh, distillering around at the distillery doing the uh, Christmas market thing. Uh, did you see him at the distillery yesterday, I was here. Jackie? I was here. I was a little disappointed. You know, I wasn't doing Are my you health fan? duties. It's just cool to see the Prime Minister. I mean, yes, I am, but yes, I'm also not. All right. Mm, little from column A, <laughs> little from column B. I wouldn't classify myself in, in any specific uh, political identity, I guess. All right. Well, if you want to get your hands on these, they are selling on the Etsy website, and hundreds have sold worldwide because they love our Prime Minister. Uh, you can also buy a Don- Donald J. Trump candle. Ooh, what's that smell like? It's uh, They say it com- combines all the classiest smells like suntan lotion and steak to uh, produce a tremendous aroma. aroma. <laughs> Apparently it's awful. Oh. And it also comes with this like little bit of fun fur at the top, this orange mop spreading out of the top of the lid of the candle. So, that's know, a that's fire hazard. Yeah, right there. Don't light that. Um... This is uh, an interesting story. Who doesn't love a couple of animal stories? That's why I'm going to give you these. Uh, Beaver walks into a Maryland store, finds only artificial Christmas trees, and proceeds to trash them. Literally, this beaver wanders into a dollar store, and the uh, St. Mary's County uh, Sheriff's Office had to be called to uh, apprehend the beaver, who um, spent some time, they have pictures of this, perusing the artificial Christmas tree section before he decided to trash everything. I would have, you know what, if I saw a beaver walk into a store, mm-hmm. especially a dollar store, I'd be looking around for the cameras. Who's pranking me? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you think you're on, you're going to be uh, seen on a, on a trip, your next trip to the Caribbean on one of those Just for Laughs videos? <laughs> um, how about this one? The power of social media. I don't know if you heard about this, but on Monday there was a, a couple that had, in Quebec, that had adopted this deer. 
And uh, this was a, a deer uh, that they uh, took into their house four years ago after its mother was killed in a car accident. They named the deer May for the month that she was born. And on Monday, they posted this note on Facebook and that said, Save May. Just a little wink to tell you that my parents and I will give you some news when I'm back at the house, I promise. Because on uh, Monday, agents came to the house after an anonymous tip said that they had a deer there. They seized the deer because it's illegal to keep wildlife as pets in Quebec. And apparently now, uh, after the power of social media and people freaking out about it, uh, the agents visited the family home Thursday to inspect the property to ensure it has adequate fencing and facilities for May. They said yes, and they brought her back to the uh, house. Apparently they're going to let the family keep this deer. She's house trained. House trained, because that's what I was thinking. Wouldn't it go everywhere? Come on. But it's house trained, and it often sits on a big cushion and watches TV with them and their dogs. 23,000 people signed an online petition to save pleading with the government, please get the deer back home. I don't know. Four years is a long time. That's got to be a very domesticated animal by now. Yeah, I don't know. I've had pets that, like, come on, I've had a bunny. There's no way you can house train a deer. It, they say it's house trained. I, I say that their house stinks. <laughs> okay? I don't even have to go into the house. I don't have to go near the house. That house smells like a barn for sure. All right. Speaking of barns, this is interesting. Yesterday I spent, I got, you know how you uh, look at a, something online and then you get lost in the rabbit hole of this really interesting piece of information and you start <laughs> watching all the, the paraphernalia and the videos that go with it? A company has become the first in the world to uh, basically reimagine uh, horseshoes. What? They are, yeah, for 2,000 years, we've been putting iron horseshoes on our horse. They have actually made what they call the world's first running shoes for horses. Have a listen. Iron shoes for horses have been in existence for more than 2,000 years. Multiple horses suffer or die from hoof and leg issues. Imagine trying to fit an iron plate on the sole of your sports shoe. How does that feel? Introducing Megasys Horse Runners, the world's first clippable runners for horses. Goodbye nails. Goodbye iron horseshoes. Hello Megasys Horse Runners. Hello relief. No, really, you think about that. They nail those into the horse's hooves. And I understand, you know, uh, it, it's uh, there are a lot of people that are, are professionals in this business. It's going to put some people out of work. I understand people will be upset about that. But you think about the fact that you don't have any shock absorbent, absorption with a, an iron piece of iron on the bottom of your foot. These are actually rubbery on the bottom like a running mm-hmm. shoe. And they can they actually affix to the horse's hoof around the, uh, the, the front of the hoof, not the bottom. Mm-hmm. So you put this heavy-duty... Um, Tape that has Velcro on one side, and then you snap uh, the horseshoes on. It's it's fascinating. I think I might have tweeted it out on my Twitter feed. If not, they are called... Um, Megasys. Yeah, Megasys, which is such a clever name. Horseshoes. And I wonder if these are going to change uh, how fast a horse can run on the well, track. It, if it does, if that if it could improve that, that would be a whole new ball game for horse racing. No pun intended with the ball game, with the horse racing? Sure. No? Okay. Um, I didn't know there was a ball in horse racing, but okay. No, but I mean, it's a ah. sport. Ah, that, that it is. <laughs> wow. Hey, is it a Friday yet? You know what we should do? We should uh, pop out and see if they've started serving yet at the Christmas party. <laughs> That'd be an interesting hour. 